0: Friends behind, cuz your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, no friends of mine. Say, we can go where we want to, like so they will never find, and we can act like we come from out of this world, you don't want to be high. To this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. Jake, 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 Jake. <laughs> oh, that's like putting me to sleep already just thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know
1: how people listen to stuff like that. Yeah. Just really stuffy.
0: I mean, almost any podcast can put me to sleep. Sometimes I'll put a podcast in and start dozing.
1: I, I fall asleep often too. Us? Listen, yeah. <laughs> listening. Yeah. Listening. I'm sure we're that for some people. For sure.
0: Well, I don't know. We've got, I, I really want to start pushing towards as I'm texting, like guests and mm-hmm. having people on. I've already, like, got some of my people I want to talk to you about and, and really start. I mean, with the freaking, what's it called? Omicron. Omicron surge, like, everything's shutting down. But
1: are things shutting down? I mean, I haven't seen anything shut down.
0: Things are shutting down.
1: Like, what are shutting down? I mean,
0: any responsible or respectable organization. What's shutting down? All the hospitals are drowning. They're not shutting down, but there's like no nobody has employees that can work right now. Um, My work is shutting down. I still go because there's still work to be done, but there's no public interaction at all. Hmm. Yeah, well, the government—that's what I'm saying. Any responsible
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) or respectable organization. I mean, we're still, we're still. serving the public on a limited basis but but. i mean
0: the government can't shut down it can't
1: no it can't but i don't know what like i like stores aren't like and and they're not even enforcing masks like at all
0: yeah oh really
1: yeah i saw this dude say that but i
0: i don't ever see it
1: maybe it's just on my half Uh,
0: yeah it might be
1: but i mean it was so funny i was in safeway yesterday and there's this dude with the with the um with a, a mask diaper around his like chin diaper uh-huh. around his chin and like i'm like why like they're not even stopping you anymore you're already wearing it well that's well i'm like just take it completely off oh i'm thinking it's, just put it up well i mean that would be the responsible thing <laughs> to do but the like around like walking around with his with it around his chin yeah it's like i used to get that people would be like oh you don't your sign doesn't say how i have to wear it, it just says i have to wear it it's like, so if like, that's the shit that you're trying to like pull. It's like, you're trying to get off on a technicality.
0: Wow. Like, they're not
1: even stopping you. They're letting uh, right behind him. A whole family walks in with walked yeah. in without masks on. Like clearly nobody's saying anything. So like, I don't know. You ever, <laughs> you ever like out in public mm-hmm. and you see a couple mm-hmm. and one of them is wearing a mask and the other one isn't. And you're wondering like, what is, what's. How does that relate? Yeah, like how is, is that, that dynamic that? There? Yeah, that's yeah. so weird to me. I
0: don't know. I have it, but that's the first thing I'm thinking. Like, really? Like, you're with that douche? Mm-hmm. N- regardless of which one it is, yeah. male or female, like douche or male or male, female, female, who knows the combo of relationships that could happen in mm-hmm. the world. But either way, I'm clearly thinking the one not wearing one is a douche. Like, I, I mean mug the shit out of anyone not wearing a mask. And they can't probably can't tell. Like, the scowl is kind of... Less harsh without being able to see the bottom half of a face, Mm -hmm. but I'm mean mugging. I'm like, you piece. Sometimes I'll give him a little douche. I won't say it, but I'll I'll shake my head. No one can see my head shaking right now, but that's why I'm saying it. I'll just give him a little like, wow, Mm -hmm. like I, like we failed. We failed this test. We failed. Like I'm listening to that book, and he's talking about um.
1: Who is we and what book?
0: Obama. Okay. H1N1. Okay. And
1: yeah. kind
0: of like that scare. Mm-hmm. And him being a part initially, like, um, prior to being president, like, working on uh, uh, um, pandemic preparedness. And, like, mm-hmm. we're still just just winging it, <laughs> I guess. I, it's just, it, uh, I don't know, dude. It's weird. It's bizarre. I, I am judgy and I hate everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy in a time where we have so much access to information, so much access to resources, so much interconnectedness across not only our country from region to region, but a federal government who has the, at least has the ability to quickly distribute resources to areas in need. Mm -hmm. Um, Although, I went back and watched this whole thing on Mm -hmm. Katrina. Mm Okay. And... Dude, oh my god, what a complete blunder! It's yeah. a, it was almost like I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, I didn't know it was. It was almost like critic. It, it should have been criminal negligence on the half on behalf of some of the leaders mm-hmm. in in a few of the federal bureaucracies. Yeah, like oh my god.
0: Yeah, here there was just like in America th-
1: there was three thousand f- firefighters that were supposed to go uh-huh. to New Orleans, mm-hmm. and they were. S- they were kept in hotel rooms in Atlanta, watching videos on sexual harassment for over a week and a half before being deployed to New Orleans.
0: Hmm. Well, okay. Should they not have? I, I on sexual harassment. <laughs> I don't know, dude I mean yeah I, I would imagine that if you're a firefighter you've been through that training I would imagine and I
1: mean you're being deployed into and basically in a, into a active yeah like crises yeah there's not a whole lot of uh time for the old sexual
0: harassment yeah.
1: I wouldn't think like <laughs> workplace sexual harassment. Like
0: what, what, what are you watching a, like a documentary? You're yeah, reading? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Docu- like, okay. Kind of
1: like a short documentary okay. right, that's just like really analyzing the specific failures yeah. because of like how our system, our poll system works. Mm-hmm. So the way, the way the, the way it's supposed to, to work is that mm-hmm. in, a, in the event of a crisis, the local government, has, is in charge until it's exhausted all resources and then it then it applies for aid to the state mm-hmm. and then the state exhausts all of its resources okay. until until it can't anymore and then it applies to the federal government. Okay. But the problem is is you're adding layers and layers and layers of red tape with confusing communication right, right. and by the time it gets to the federal level half the time the federal bureaucracies don't even know where to go and mm-hmm. then what, what bureaucracy is going to take over and then you couple that with it's 2009 yeah and fema was put under control of dhs department of homeland security which mm-hmm. was by far and away more concerned with terrorism than it was with natural disasters yeah. and it completely slashed fema's budget um it's dude it's failures from all levels yeah and it's, you just realize like dude, we're we're a so much of our re- like our considered readiness mm-hmm. is just on paper. Yeah. So much of our deterrence is paper, right? I mm-hmm. think you realize very quickly how soft our defenses right. are whether it's like a physical assault mm-hmm. or it's a, a or it's some sort of pandemic or some sort of natural disaster. Natural disaster. Yeah. It's paper it's paper thin. Yeah. Look at the the January 6th Insurrection. Okay. Right? We're who on earth prior to January sixth would have thought it was even possible to overrun the capital of the United States? Yeah. Because so much of our defense oh, is built on the idea that perception. it's is the perception of defense. Yes. And I think so much of our safety yeah. is built on the perception of safety.
0: I As agree. And that's something like you I think about sometimes like when I'm driving and shit. Like you just the, like that's a whole thing that like I'm assuming no one around me is shit faced right now driving, yeah. But I don't know. Mm-mm. You never know. No, that is that is terrifying, but true. Mm-hmm. There is no safety; it's perception. Yeah, I mean, there is. I mean, there can be right in certain.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, because it's you. I think every individual, it's a ca- Every every action has an instantaneous cost benefit mm-hmm. analysis. Right. Of like, okay, can I squeeze through this yellow light really quick? Even though technically I'd be going through it when it's a red. Yeah. But what are the like? What are the chance like chances of me actually getting caught? Right. Even though it's technically or illegal. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like okay, well I'm really late to this thing. I'll squeeze it this one time, yeah. and you're like praying that nothing ends up ha- yeah. going wrong, even though you know it's not good for your safety. And two, it's not good. It's like illegal. You could be punished for it. Right. So most, I think there are a lot of people who stop short of consistently going through red lights. Yeah. But there are people out there who are like, F it. I'm just going to push the limits every single time because I can. And most of the time, you don't end up. Most of the time, you don't end up getting caught. Yeah. We live in thankfully we live in a I guess thankfully we live in a society that like 95% if you're a white male who's semi affluent mm-hmm. 95 to 99% of your bad decisions go without consequences. Yeah.
0: That's dope, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic for me. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I was I was thinking about kind of our decision making guided by legislation and this is just like anecdotal, but I was thinking about, um, and I don't know if this has anything to do with what you're talking about, but it kind of does as far as like, there's consequences for your actions, but how often are you actually caught and what is going to deter you or force you to change your actions? Maybe if you got pulled over, maybe if you got a ticket, maybe if you got arrested, who knows what those consequences look like. Maybe that would deter you from running the yellow light. Mm -hmm. Um, but bags in stores. I can't tell you how many times I forget to bring my bag. I do it all the time, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I have so many of those reusable, right, right? heavy plastic so,
0: bags. when, uh, you know, Oregon was the first to do away with it. And I was like, suckers, I live in the greatest state in the Union. Mm-hmm. Washington <laughs> would never do that. No, like. And then Washington does it. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, dang it. Right? So then. I'm like, damn it. Like, I use those little plastic baggies so much, right? Not true. But I use them for, you know, I'll put them in the garbage can for, like, the bathroom or Mm -hmm. a garbage can out here that I I have. And then, you know, or the garbage can in my car, right? I'll reuse them as a little garbage bag. Mm -hmm. But now that we don't have them. So, I went online, found some biodegradable bags,
1: Hmm.
0: and bought them and used them. Okay. Guided by the availability of plastic bags changed by legislation. Okay. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Don't you? Well, yeah. I mean, it changed the behavior, right? That's the intention. Mm-hmm. It's to change the use of plastic bags for the environment. But I was like, I'm going to buy biodegradable bags thinking, you know, the whole, what's the whole purpose of this, right? Mm-hmm. It's to save the environment. So then I'm like, well, okay, I do this kind of trail. I hop down this bunny trail of, like, caring about the environment and then buying reusable plastic bags. Mm -hmm. I just think it's interesting that, like, that decision was made ultimately because the government said, hey, we're not doing that shit anymore. Yeah. Don't you think that's cool?
1: I mean, do you want a cookie?
0: No, I'm not celebrating the buying of the the plastic (laughs) bags. I'm celebrating of... The the way that the system is designed, how it can change that behavior uh, of citizens in within the system.
1: I guess, but how many people still don't wear masks?
0: It's not illegal to go maskless. If every time you walked into a store, someone punched you in the face for not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
1: it's also super unenforceable.
0: But okay, sure
1: the the bag thing, oh, like at my former employer, okay. we were supposed to be charging for the use of bags, yeah, and we were using paper bags because plastic was made right. illegal. But we so, but we're like we're supposed to be charging for paper bags, yeah, and we never. It's been three years since that law was enacted, yeah, and that store has not charged for a single bag. Why? Because it's too much of a hassle. Is it?
0: Fucking dying on this earth isn't any more of a hassle because of natural disasters. Dude, you, you know how many old people were like, you don't, you, you
1: guys aren't charging for effing bags, are you? Dude, People were mad, uh, oh, literally, Jake, I would, I would mad about Oh, I would
0: just soak in that. Yeah, we're actually charging 10 cents a bag, now that you mention it. Hmm. Oh, I would love it. But, I would uh, love it. I love that power, Jake. <laughs> I love that power. I don't
1: know. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, I, I, yes, the government can definitely be an instrument of change. Um, but I think you, I think the individual also has to embody some ideas of civic responsibility.
0: Yeah. That's why I deserve a fucking cookie.
1: I mean, I was just asking if you wanted, <laughs> I wasn't saying he didn't. Who
0: doesn't? Girl Scouts cookies are selling right now. Hit me up if you want some.
1: Um, Do you have a Girl Scout in your life? Alex. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. She's going to New York with the Girl Scouts. Nice. Yeah. During a fucking pandemic.
1: I mean, (laughs) can't be shut down forever, right? I went to D.C. in the middle of a pandemic. That's
0: true. On a whim. Mm -hmm. is what it is, right?
1: I didn't get it, though.
0: Dude, you're patient zero or something. You and Taryn.
1: I don't know how (laughs) I don't have it. I got my booster.
0: Oh, yeah. You did say that. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Yeah, I didn't get boosted because I'm superhuman right now. Yeah. I but, mean you
1: don't have you have natural immunity yeah, you know, on top of your Yeah. on top of your uh, already your Dude, vaccine.
0: My dad I don't, I don't care if he cares if I tell the story or not but like he was like considering not getting boosted and then he got sick mm-hmm. and was like, "Oh fuck, is this COVID?" and then it wasn't. And he's like, "I'm getting boosted."
1: <laughs> there are a lot of people getting their shots. Are there? Yeah. Good. At least like I went to Target. Yeah. And like For a was, booster? Yeah, they have a pharmacy there.
0: Oh shit! Okay.
1: Um, I went there. And <laughs> yeah, I went there. <laughs> and did you
0: go there? There were a lot of people.
1: Yeah. There were a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Okay. What else did you get at Target? Because you need to just get a booster. Uh,
1: I got Tide Pods. <laughs> okay. Did you um, eat them? What?
0: You eat them? No. Oh.
1: No, I didn't eat them. Uh, well, let's see. I also there was some other stuff I got. I can't remember. Okay.
0: All right.
1: But what do you got there?
0: I'm gonna ask you something. Okay. Is it harder for you to eat healthy or get exercise?
1: Get exercise. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it sucks. It's like I have to have a purpose to exercise.
0: Okay. I'm kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. What if like... So, if you ahead, called
1: yeah. me every single day and said, hey, I'm going to go play basketball. I would be there. Really? Yeah. But I'm not going you, you, like, to... You called me and you're like, hey... Let's go run on the treadmill every day. Yeah. I'd, I would find some excuse not to go.
0: Okay. Well, shit, you might get a call for basketball. That might happen. Well, let's but I'm the it. same way. Like, if I have something to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's way easier to play basketball or to play anything really, mm-hmm. to play a game. Um, I'm competitive to the point where, like, like a Fitbit. If I'm working out with a Fitbit on and I can track, kind of like, even if it's a fucking simple, like point system and I'm like dang dude I didn't get as many points as yesterday that is motivating to me
1: yeah that's while you're already in the workout though my problem is just getting to the workout
0: I think that's everybody's problem
1: yeah but the Fitbit isn't enough to get me off my ass oh
0: I don't think it's enough for me either except for it's an excuse right so I don't know where I put it so I'm like if I found it I bet I would go Mm. (laughs) but it's way easier to it's way harder to exercise than to eat healthy.
1: Yeah, yeah. My entire life, I have like my entire life up until the pandemic, mm-hmm. I hated summer because it was hot. I yeah. didn't do anything. I didn't do anything outside anyway. Yeah. Do you and miss it? And now I'm like, it's there's it sucks because I'm like I don't want to drive just. I don't want to drive all the way and waste all that gas <laughs> to do, like, a hike I've done, like, multiple times already right, right. in crappy weather. Yeah. And, like, that was, like, my main source of, one of my main sources of exercise. exercise. Yeah. And thankfully, flag football starting back up this Sunday, so I'll have.
0: How long of a break was that?
1: Up to like, four weeks. I oh, think. wow. Yeah. Okay. So.
0: Coming off the of chip, dude.
1: Yeah, my team's not playing. <laughs> oh. um, I'm just playing with my the other team. Okay, just low pressure. I can go
0: out, run around, have fun. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing with like Cheyenne playing soccer is like, I just want a little bit of competitiveness, and maybe it's not in her. But I told her I was like, I'm telling you right now, if you see me play basketball, you're you're gonna see a different dad because I get competitive. I'll, she knows I trash talk because I do it to everyone, right? But I don't know i, I can i'm trying to inspire some some i don't know motivation but we'll see hmm. i can't wait for you to have one <laughs> i cannot wait dude uh, yeah we have our uh
1: we have our second we have our second um doctor's appointment tomorrow
0: okay like number two total yeah oh wow oh wow okay okay
1: Okay, okay. Because well, Kylie's just now technically out of her first. Generation.
0: Right. How are you feeling?
1: How am I feeling about yeah. it? Yeah. I feel good.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you talked to your parents? Oh, yeah. How are they feeling?
1: They're really excited.
0: How's your dad feeling?
1: He's excited.
0: Thought about your dad today.
1: Yeah? Yeah. He's like convinced that he's going to get the naming rights, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Wait, what does that mean?
1: I, I mean, he thinks... he. He's like... He, found, he heard a name that he loves uh-huh. and he's like that's that's the name yeah and that, so anytime he referred we're all referring to it as steve uh-huh. um and he refers to it as the one name he heard us floating around that he likes oh. and too much to his chagrin like it's what sucks for him is that because he's been so like yep he's been so like that's gonna be it yeah me and Kyler are both like that's definitely not it yeah anymore. not anymore and like also because it's CJ, it has a son named Henry. Oh. So okay. it's just yeah. kinda also kinda like I don't want to copy C D one of I mean CJ's name. Copy.
0: Henry's a freaking dope ass name though. It is a dope name. That was like number one on our list if we were going to be able to have children. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: we were gonna also thinking Oliver, but we've we've moved off of that one as okay. well. That one's super popular. Super right
0: popular, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Ted, dude, Ted Mosby <laughs> Ted Mosby,
1: Ted <laughs> Evelyn Mosby Yeah,
0: dude Um, I was going to say something, oh, so your dad, I was thinking about him today I was thinking about, like, just how I wonder, I would love to I, And I don't know how you feel about this, but I think he'd be Such a fun guest someday <laughs> uh, We talked to him um, about Bike stuff, right, but I think mm-hmm. it'd be fun to have him On the show, just to shoot the shit, not even to Necessarily, you're dreading it Now I'm definitely going to line it up <laughs> i love my
1: dad i just
0: well i was thinking about him today and just like the exchanges we would have right um these political just just spirals to nowhere right into the abyss of space in the internet space that never went anywhere but i was thinking about how like fate steps in and just like drop kicks the the password out of his m- memory <laughs> and he, so he doesn't engage anymore on social media like that and i was just i was just curious as to like what is his what is his day to day look like like is it is, i'm wondering more more specifically is there just a relief a relief of stress and maybe anxiety I, do you know the answer
1: i i don't know oh, okay. I, I mean i, I do I but yeah. i i don't i mean Yeah, I mean it's. I
0: mean it's politics
1: is politics.
0: I know that, but then I start getting like, okay, so there's, but there's got to be like a level of like when. And I was thinking, so I was thinking about this on the way here, on the way home, like about your dad, (laughs) and then I was thinking about like, well, what would that look like for me, and what does that look like for me now, like this level of like anxiety with politics and and government, and honestly, one hundred percent, without a doubt, it is a thousand times less stressful and anxiety-ridden without Donald Trump as president. Like, just getting on a social media platform and just, you know you're going to see some crazy-ass shit. And that's stressful for anyone who cares about norms and how the system works. And it's like, oh, God. Like, listen to the last two years of our podcast. It's like, the world's on fire, dude. We're all doomed. I mean, and we're still saying that. But Mm -hmm. it's just a different, like, um, feed of that. Do you get what I mean? Sure. I don't know. I think about your dad a lot. Mm. Anyways, what makes a good loser and are you one?
1: A good loser? Mhm. What makes someone a good loser? Um Okay. So, in my experience, the like I would say good losing is like when you know you're going to like when you know you're going to lose. Like, okay, there's different way. Like there's losing in an ass kicking or okay. like the outcome is the outcome is known bef- like before the conclusion and then losing when it when the outcome is still
0: like undetermined. losing undetermined like, at, like yeah yeah okay like you start a match and you're just like whatever it is mm-hmm. and you just go oh this is not going to be good yeah or we we could do this and then you lose mm-hmm. okay so what's a good loser
1: so i think Knowing you're getting your ass kicked yeah, and then not being a try, like knowing, like knowing you're getting your ass kicked, okay. you're not going to get out of this thing with a win. Okay. So then don't do anything above, like don't, don't be that try hard that like is ankle biting people or might end up causing some sort of like okay. going up, going out of your way to play more chippy because you're pissed off that you're losing getting railed and then so then you end up hurting somebody you end up like hurting somebody because like you're out there still like playing at 110 Mm percent but not in a way that's like within the sportsmanship of the game because there are some people who are like if i'm losing i'm i'm taking somebody with me like just
0: that's gross just
1: kind of like fade off into the yeah like take your ass kicking and move on, right? Yeah.
0: I remember walking into a a City League game, and I'm pretty sure Mike was on the team, and and Matt maybe, but... I don't know how this team was in. We were in the lowest league because we were starting up again. We always start at the lowest and then maybe do a season there. And then like or two until we start getting our rhythm, then we'll move up mm-hmm. in, in rankings on the season or on the on the teams. Um we're in the lowest. And we it was like, I'm not even joking, maybe a hundred to twenty. Jesus. They were dunking on us, throwing alley oops, just draining threes. And I just remember just like laughing, like, what the fuck are we going to do? Mm-hmm. But they knew it too. Yeah. They knew it too. They knew that they were, it was way like something happened that mm-hmm. should not have happened. Yeah. There was one maybe D league guy on that whole team. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then they kind of like di- diverted to him to like try to make plays and shots and stuff. But I remember just being like, there's no fucking way. And actually, the head of the league was there and watched that and was like, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna attack on a game at the end of the season. Free for you guys. Like that should not have happened. Which was cool, right? Mm-hmm. But if we were shitty and if we were mean and we were, you know, unsportsmanlike, yeah, you know what I mean. But I don't know. I think like, I think. So are you one? Do you think a good loser?
1: Um, I think I'm a good loser. As in, like, I don't, um, I don't like start yelling at my. F- other i think when you lose Mm -hmm. and then it's like potentially like one person like the person that gave up in Mm -hmm. like in sports it's like it's the person that kind of Caused, even though no outcome in sports is ever caused by one play, right? But the face of that one thing is usually one person, right? right? Like, they, I you, mean, they you blew say
0: that with like call it like Call of Duty and stuff, they
1: blew the coverage, yeah. right? Or you've got like on Call of Duty, you've got everybody's <laughs> got positive kitties, and you've got one dude at the bottom who's like three and 17. You're like, dude, come on, <gasps> yeah. what the fuck? And you lose by like two or three kills. And he's not
0: talking about you, Jesse. I promise. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> wicked. Um... No, Jesse's come in clutch plenty of times. We're we're all astonished when if, it happens. If he doesn't
1: if he's, he's gotta wear the bunny the bunny suit. Yep, he's yep. unstoppable. From when he wears uh, the Donnie bunny Darko. Suit. Uh the So yeah, I, I think that not taking I think being a good loser mm-hmm. is one not going and like arguing balls and strikes at the end of the game. Yeah. Like I've seen people when they've lost like, arguing about a call that happened way earlier in the game with, like, screaming at, like, but piss at uh, a ref. Like, if you had made this call, like, super long ago, like, then we wouldn't have been in this situation to lose. Yeah. And it's just, like, come on, man. Like, you're arguing balls and strikes. Yeah, The outcome, you had plenty of time to make up for that one outcome. For sure. And it's, like, there's so much that happened between then and now. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, I guess it's, it's, one, not taking it out on your own people. Okay. And then, um, to two, that. like, stop. Um, don't go out and like argue pointless balls and strikes because you're yeah. mad about the the outcome. See,
0: I used to do both of those things. I used to do it a lot, mm. and then I took sports psychology and kind of reevaluated how I am as a leader and want to be as a leader. Mm. But I used to be that way. I used to be a sore loser and shitty and just like it was never my fault. I'll tell you that. And don't criticize me. I'll criticize you all day long, but don't say shit Mm -hmm. about how I'm playing.
1: Uh, See, I'm the opposite. Like, I take it so hard on myself. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do too, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to hear it from everybody else because I'm already beating myself down. Mm -hmm. But then I think now I'm completely different. Like, tell me what I'm doing wrong so that I can make adjustments. Mm. Specifically to basketball, sure. or even when we're gaming in Call of Duty, like or anything. I don't know. I'm trying to surround myself with experts so that I can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always, I always tell the kid like play, play against people who will kick your ass, so that you can learn from that. So you can learn from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: there's a reason why, bat like batters in baseball will swing a heavier bat warming up, like before oh. they step to the plate. So when they step to the plate. Their the bat that they're swinging is lighter than the bat that they've been, the heavier bat. So mm-hmm. it makes it look so it makes it look easier.
0: So the probably feels way easier.
1: So it mean, so it 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 makes it when you're swinging when you're swinging forward, like it it just makes it, it's one it's kind of like go through some tough advert like do something hard and it make and it'll make the out like what you're striving for easier. is kind of how or I'd like use that I
0: I had a weighted ball for a while and mm-hmm. I would dribble with that. I still have it, I think, somewhere. Mm. I'm a loser. <laughs> well, what else is going on in Jakey's world?
1: Uh, well, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, we th- we think that in our lives, mm-hmm. 2021 or 2020 was probably like the worst year, right? That was kind of like a pretty shitty year. I mean, either 2020 or 2021. I've had some
0: pretty sh- I it's like I'm going on half a decade of dog shit. So, yeah. I I could say that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, but <laughs> like on the individual level, but also like society oh, okay. like, yes. I'm thinking like world level. Yeah. Like everybody would for the most part would say that 2021 or yeah. 2020 was a like like a terrible terrible year.
0: Okay. It's hard for me not to be like I am cynical, so I'm just being like, you know, is that a fat? Is that what just people just say like, oh mm-hmm. god, 2020 was garbage, and here we are, or like, oh 21 or 2022? That's just saying 2020. Also, have you seen that? No. If you they're like 2022, it's just 2020 T O O.
1: Oh, wow. Well, so probably when, not because we're in a lot better position than we were in 2020. Oh yeah,
0: but, but when people say that, I'm just like. I, you know, I see it. I kind of ignore it. But what's your point?
1: My point <laughs> is, it's like comparing it to like the, the past, uh-huh. dude. The past is always worse.
0: It's like shit, dude. Always worse. Yeah. Can you imagine like not having like the advanced medicine that we have? Yeah. We'd all be dead.
1: So I went and looked for what is like. What do historians, archaeologists, mm. like anthropologists, like what do they? Think was a consensus the worst year in human history.
0: Oh wow! Like the
1: absolute worst year to be alive okay. as a human. And the answer that I came across, okay, is the year five thirty six
0: A.D. Okay. You care
1: to ge- care to guess <laughs> what on earth happened in that year?
0: The Eternals arrived.
1: <laughs> what is that? Is that Marvel? Marvel? Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't
0: know. It was B.C. I think. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, did they? Oh. I didn't know that they came. They had the storyline of that, dude, dope. Is it okay? Uh, is it okay? What, what's Mine not? Matter. What's not dope is how I met your father, but we'll get to
0: that. Yeah, we will get to that. The
1: year five thirty. The year okay. five thirty six. What happened? It started with TBT, dude. Okay, so <laughs> you're living in five thirty six. The, the The Roman Empire has has only. Been collapsed for a, roughly about a hundred years. Okay, this is considered
0: hundred th- years. That's a long fucking time, dude. It is, but
1: it, like we don't really <laughs> consider it to be. That I know
0: long. when we're looking historically, it's bullshit because mm-hmm. that's a long time. It like, is 10 a long years time. Is a long time. I
1: know. But then you think about like how do you feel? That's so weird when you think about historic time. Yes, on a scale because we we think the time between four like 480 and 580 is yeah. like oh that's like nothing. But think about there's no one left alive from the year 1900. And probably very few people left alive from nineteen twenty two. Yeah. Which would be hundred years. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Now. And like we have nothing we feel like we have nothing in common. No. Like I feel like in a lot of ways, like World War One feels as far away as like the year five like not quite maybe like the year five hundred, but like right. I don't know. It's just historic like how we think about time as you yeah. get further removed from it is a very interesting
0: well i mean it, it, what you're talking about you're talking about like just in that sentence you're talking about the decline of the roman empire right oh it was just a short time of a hundred years It's like yeah but like the let's look at the united states as an empire since 1945 that's less than a hundred years
1: yeah that's true well, for how long the Roman Empire was around, and like the scope, uh, and true. The scope and magnitude right. of everything they had for it to only be a hundred years—like there's still a lot going. Okay. There's still a lot of like cultural reverberation okay. from the from the, yeah. the fall of the Roman Empire. Like for all the Roman Empire and what that means politically for yeah. all of the societies around it. Um, what does that mean for art and society mm-hmm. and culture? Because forever, they were under the thumb of right. The Roman Empire, and now all of a sudden, that or big,
0: thriving under the Roman Empire.
1: There was a lot of misery under <laughs> the Roman Empire, especially the late Roman Empire.
0: So five thirty nine,
1: five thirty
0: six, six. Was there a celebrity death or something? But so think about it.
1: Like you don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. The um, you don't know. You d- I mean, you just you shit happens around you, and you just like you you know the gods, right? Right. Like, yeah. So a gigantic so. A massive volcano erupted mm-hmm. in Iceland,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, bigger than anything we've ever, like, witnessed or could ever, oh, like, wow. like, to the point where it created, it completely blotted out the sun for the, basically, the, for 18 straight months.
0: No. hmm No.
1: Yes. And it caused, like, this gigantic, like, almost, like, nuclear-style winter. So, crops completely failed. There was no sunlight in most of Western Europe for almost 18 total months. So people were living in basically Holy like an eclipse style darkness. And then you top and top that on. So crop failures, Yeah, it doesn't take Starvation. much for crop failures. Fucking freezing. There's no, you can't just pull res- Nobody's connected enough. Yeah. to Just like be able to pull resources from other areas of the world. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just on your own. And then the Justinian plague, which was a um, early variant of the bubonic plague, okay. struck Europe okay. and killed roughly fifty percent of the population in Central and Eastern Europe. Okay, which
0: that is fascinating.
1: Five to ten thousand people were dying a day in Constantinople uh, alone a by the just, day by the in the Justinian plague. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then there was <laughs> constant war because the Eastern the Eastern Roman Empire was mm-hmm. still around at that point right. and they were still hellbent on collecting taxes to fight <laughs> the fight Emperor just Emperor uh, just, J- uh Justinian's uh-huh. war against the Goths. Okay. So there was all the Gothic war, so mm-hmm. there was still tons of tons of bloodshed going on there. And on top of that, another um <laughs> volcano <laughs> erupted somewhere in Southeast Asia uh-huh. that caused the whole Eastern seaboard to have like literally there was, there's writers that um, in China who said that snow was falling in July in China, snow, snow, because it was so cold.
0: Oh my God. It created such
1: a long lasting cold. So this was like a global weather patterns change, completely wiping out food across the, the world yeah even even um like uh archaeologists Mm -hmm. have found that it even affected um one of the great uh die-offs in central america prior like from early um central and southern american empires yeah was dealing with uh droughts and like massive floods followed by massive periods of drought because of this global weather change and like, so that Holy all ha- shit. so that all happened in five. That all happened in five thirty. 530, in five thirty
0: six. Why did you want to look that up?
1: I don't know. Just I love across,
0: that. It just kind of came across. Yeah, I love that.
1: So when you think we have it bad, <laughs> yeah, in twenty twenty
0: one, when we're bitching about mask wearing and Safeway
1: think of the poor souls of five thirty
0: six. Five thirty six, dude. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, now coming out in two thousand twenty three, five thirty six. A G G G So one lone man named but Jacob. Just, but
1: but just think of all of that and being like, oh, what did we do to piss off the gods? And that, like that's yeah. your res- like that is your whole There's understanding. There's no
0: explanation or understanding.
1: Where we have so much access to re- like information. Yeah, we know exactly where majority of things come from.
0: I mean that Tonga freaking eruption. Mm-hmm. Did you see that thing? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I think um my coworker told me it was twice the size of Saint Helens.
1: That's massive. It's huge, dude. That is
0: so freaking it's gnarly, dude. And then you watch like the tidal waves and shit. There was uh, tsunami uh warnings on the all along the west coast of the US from it. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I think I saw that I think I heard about those. Yeah. Like, it was, people were worried. Of, like, there were some pretty big swells. Mm-hmm. I bet. On the on the Oregon coast.
0: That's terrifying, dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Makes you realize just how, in, like, how small we are.
0: Fragile, dude. Just little babies in freaking skin sacks, dude. Mm-hmm. Safety is just a perception. <laughs> it
1: truly is just a perception. Because what
0: happens when the freaking earthquake happens, Dude. Oh,
1: we're gone. I mean,
0: I literally have, all, like, uh, working in Oregon up until, like, this year, I'd always thought, like, dude, what if it happens and, like, my wife is on the other side of the river and I'm just stuck over here in this shithole, not even in the greatest city of the union. I'm just over here, like, trying to survive with all the freaking zombies that yeah. live there currently. And then, my like, yeah, my parents and brother and sister over there and stuff, and, like, that's great, but, like, what dude. do I do?
1: Dude, Portland and Vancouver are built on silt bed. It's it'll any massive earthquake will liquefy the very ground that we're on, that we're built on, Uh and it's just going straight down the Columbia. I started looking
0: into like uh, what is it called the earthquake
1: at the Cascadia subduction zone. Yeah,
0: I'm started looking at like different models that like scientists have like put and like video models of like what could possibly happen. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's coming.
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're already overdue for it,
0: and it's terrifying because you never know when mm-hmm. you could be cozy in your little bed sleeping, and all it is, is your just giant massive bed, two
1: <laughs> plates like of crust, yes. sitting on top of a m- semi molten outer core of our planet, where one is subducting <laughs> like under the other, and the earthquake will be caused when that one just slips, yeah, just a little bit. Dude, that is completely 100% out of our control or anybody's nothing control. There's nothing you can do.
0: Just friggin' put your head between your legs and start praying, dude.
1: Which makes me, like, I feel like if death is imminent mm-hmm. or, like, pretty assured, mm-hmm. like 99% or I would have to, like...
0: During this or just in general?
1: Just If some, like, gigantic thing is about to happen, oh, okay. right? okay. Yeah would either I would have to like F a bunch of people over to get myself out, like okay. legitimate like the shitty dude at the Titanic who was like throwing people overboard to like save himself for okay. the life rafts. Would um, you? No. Okay. I think I would totally be I would straight go uh Rogue One at the end of Rogue the I'd straight go the end of Rogue One. Okay. Where they just sit on the beach and watch oh. the wave like the the explosion come out there. Okay. And just enjoy the last whatever thirty seconds. Yeah, because I don't want to One, I don't want to live like in a post-apocalyptic world where you're like having to trade whatever like for what to survive. Yeah, in some anarchic state where just shitty things happen after shitty things happen after shitty things happen. See everything that was human society up until like recently. But, But what
0: if you're not on the shore? And what if it is some massive volcano that blocks the sun for 18 months
1: i would hope that i'm at the base of mount vesuvius when um when uh pompeii <laughs> but you're not like, got you're destroyed.
0: here you're mm-hmm. here and the weather patterns changing the well wo-
1: then i'm hoping i'm hiking on mount saint helens when it goes up like i'm st- everybody like when we learn about mount saint helens <laughs> you're chasing everybody like shit on <laughs> old everybody shit on old harry like on old truman yeah like the, the guy that wouldn't move off of his uh his house at Spirit Lake and yeah. ended up dying. Yeah. He was just him and his dogs. His wife had passed away. He's like, this is my home. I'm not moving. Yeah. You know what? Like, we, we were told to, like, <laughs> pity that guy or think that guy was stupid. Uh-huh. And, like, we were taught about it in school. And as I've gotten older, I realized, you know what? Like, for that guy, that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't judge him.
0: I don't judge him either. I did judge him. I judged him at the time. Everybody <laughs> judged him <laughs> when, you lear- when you
1: first learned about it.
0: Yeah. Like, dude, get the hell out of there. But what? Eh. But humans survive. It's in our nature to just try to survive. Jake, you can't just go around chasing natural disasters and being like, "All right, it's my time. I'm gonna sit here on no." The beach. Like,
1: <laughs> but if it like if it's between me having to fuck a bunch of people over to survive, oh. or just like sitting there and like, okay, it's my time. Yeah, like that's what I would choose.
0: Oh man. Maybe we just need to move out of here, dude.
1: Dude, this is still the most safe place in the country. There is nothing. What does that mean? This area, okay, the, the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Don't, don't we don't have don't to deal? broadcast that. We don't have to deal with hurricanes, <laughs> dude. Everybody's already effing moving here. <laughs> um, we don't have to deal with hurricanes. We have like one small tornado every like fifty years, and it like takes out one trailer in Battleground. Yeah, and uh. We don't. We have yes, we have volcanoes, mm-hmm. but they're relatively inactive, and we we're pretty good at predicting when those are going to go off. Right. The only thing is, eventually there's going to be an earthquake. Yeah. But we don't know when. There's what if movie. it happened right now? That'd oh, be crazy. Holy shit. Um, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing really venomous. Yeah. You have uh. you have to go looking for venomous in this area, yeah. which is like or like rattles- an animal that can kill you, like rattlesnakes. Yeah. Um. There's very little there's very few bear attacks because black bears are mostly are incredibly docile towards humans. Mm. They're way more afraid of you than you are of them. Like mm. the only time you're ever going to get a black bear to attack you is if you somehow manage to get between it, it and a cub.
0: Right. But we're so squishy, dude.
1: I know, but like even with mountain lions, there's so few mountain lion attacks.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: So we're like we live in a very very
0: Milk and honey, very
1: dude. comfortable <laughs> area. So it's just kind of like I don't know. I want to live here. Yeah. So I don't. All right.
0: Move. All right. We won't move. Fine. We'll stick it out.
1: Anyway, how I met your father.
0: <laughs> Jake, you're cracking me up. Today. <laughs> your entire demeanor. I wish this was recorded right now and <laughs> streamed. It's so awesome. Oh yes, dude. Great show.
1: You, I take it you watched the first two
0: episodes. Yeah, that I was ready for the third, and there wasn't one.
1: You and Kylie both apparently said, "You know what?" Kylie's like, "You know, it's not a great show, but it's one that like you can kind of watch when you're not really doing anything else."
0: That's exactly what it is. But also, whatever her name is, Hillary Duff. Yeah, her character. She's not a douche like Ted. So far, tell me Ted's a good guy. Tell me right now. Say it. That Ted's a good guy. Yeah. Get out! Don't, no, you can't I, even say it. You can't even say oh, it. I'm
1: trying to find. No, I'm trying to find a way to justify being able to say it. But no, like overall, Ted is not a Ted is not a particularly
0: good yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Do you know where they live? Like they're in their apartment.
1: Yeah, I know. Then that was stupid. <laughs> they left the swords, dude. That's was even made it even worse. Why? Because it's just you like, know there's going to be a reenactment like, There's going to be a sword ex- fight and that'll just make me even more mad. <laughs> Like why nobody like the way that, that the the apartment and everything was modernized just to have those two gaudy swords on mm-hmm. the wall mm-hmm. was literally it just it was there to be nothing more than
0: fan service yeah yeah and,
1: but no fans of him no real fans of him really are asking or wanting how i met your father so you can go f right off is
0: that true or is it just you
1: every review i've read of actual himium fans don't like this show where it's are gotten, you reading these reviews it's gotten really bad reviews slate uh rolling stone Cite <laughs> your sources Huff post
0: yeah but but what do you think? How do you feel? I think it's terrible. You didn't
1: even watch it. I did too.
0: It's pretty bad, dude.
1: There's no like other like Hillary Duff is a good actress.
0: I guess
1: her character isn't particularly good. No. Um, she's kind of there's a lot of very just
0: bland. It's two characters. episodes, dude. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna watch dude, there the is, first episode. But there is not of- a
1: single. There is not a single Barney Stinson character barney stinson is a legendary sitcom character
0: Ooh, and yes i use the
1: word legendary Ooh.
0: i prefer marshall over barney okay
1: that's fine that might be your own personal preference but no like, it's a fact
0: but like he's better he's neil Pat-, Pat like
1: neil patrick harris's <laughs> rendition like his conceptualization and creation yes, of yes. barney stinson
0: well the writers
1: is as i, is, I co- yeah but that doesn't live if it's not know, neil patrick know, harris i'm just poking holes in you you go and you try to put any other any other actor in that role and it falls incredibly flat yeah there was there's like him was the only one who could pull that off i feel like oh
0: i don't know i feel like there's a maybe not at the time at the beginning of the show right like but also he's kind of like a cringy character also
1: he's but he's meant because there's enough endearing about him underneath it yeah that makes him like Almost like a redeem, like a very yeah. redeemable character, yeah. and there's something in there. That there's actual depth. There's so much just surface level BS in this in this show, yeah. and the, the writing is just dude, bad. It's woke as and fuck. All they try to do, like, and dude, they're just beating beating us <laughs> over the head with, oh hey, did you know it's 2022? Here, I'm just gonna hold my phone, or every other type of. Um, they're just trying so hard to make it appear modern. It just, it's so over, it's so overdone. Like, oh. go back and watch. Like, everything is being done with technology at the forefront, just being thrown at you. Okay. And I think they're doing that specifically to be like, see, it's it's a modern rendition. It's a modern sitcom. And it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of Of How I Met
0: Your Mother? Yeah. Oh. See, what bothered me right off the bat is the fact that the narrator is seen. Mm-hmm. Ted not being seen as the narrator telling his kids the story, I thought. I mean, obviously they're trying not to do it exactly like it, but that was always kind of fun because you never got to see what Ted looked like older, mm-hmm. and that was always a fun, fun element of yeah, it.
1: But you saw the kids, and then this time you don't see the kid. Yeah, you see the person, which makes me think that they're going to try to do yep. some big reveal of who the oh. of who the son is. Like who the son is.
0: I thought of it as. You know, the, they filmed the end of How I Met Your Mother with the kids w- early, mm-hmm. so that there would be no difference in age when they when they finally got to that point.
1: Well, not well, yeah, early ish, but they had the kids like really slink down. Either the, way, yeah, but, yeah. It,
0: it wasn't like they filmed it at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Here are the kids. So I thought of it as a way to basically what it told me is they have no idea what the ending of the show is going to be. Oh, uh, that's probably more it. Right? That's probably more it. And so they don't want to show the kid because then they have to do all that juggling of like, he's not aging this whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe not. That's probably it. I don't <laughs> but also it, the whole timing of the storytelling. Like, mm-hmm. it's like... That
1: gets back to my technology thing. Yeah. Um. The, the other thing that really annoyed me is... The laugh tracks.
0: Oh, over
1: the t- over the top of stale, just not funny jokes. Yeah, it co- becomes
0: grating. I mean, How I Met Your Mother has that big time towards the end. Okay,
1: this ep- these episodes remind me of How I Met Your Mother at its worst, oh, and, like okay. seasons eight and nine. Okay, I'm the, gonna go back and watch where,
0: episodes one and two for How I Met Your Mother dude, and see how episodes
1: one it. episode two wasn't great. Episode one was really good. The pilot was great. Okay. Episode two is not good. That's when, like, Ted throws, like, three straight parties because Robin keeps saying she's going to show up and then doesn't. Yeah, it's not a great episode. I like that. And then he gets, like, stuck in the claw machine.
0: Okay, not Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Trying to get the purple dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing, dude. Is the song. Did you see that? No. Drops of Jupiter. Okay, so like the f- blue French horn, right? Mm-hmm. That is like the callback.
1: That is yeah.
0: a connection mm-hmm. between them.
1: That and the yellow umbrella. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. right?
0: There's all these the symbolism. Oh, the
1: yellow umbrella is the mother. The yes. blue French horn is Robin, yeah. So
0: there's this male character, and her and her, uh, her friend are always singing like, she's like, I just want to be sad and sit in my room and sing Drops of Jupiter. So then it cuts to her like sitting in a room singing it, blah, 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 blah. And then... The dude who they go out with, they he thinks he's trying they're gonna set him up with Hillary Duff's character, but then she bails on him and he's kind of grouchy and pissed off about the whole thing, but playing it cool, playing it chill. And then he's like, I just want to hear this song, and he's like hitting the jukebox, like, why isn't it playing the song? And she's like, What's up? What are you doing? He's like, I just want to listen to like Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> <It's> so lame.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Well that's like uh so that's Ted. I, I think I think that's a reference to uh, Ted's Pablo Neruda um, quotes, like the poetry by Pablo Neruda. Yeah. Have you ever like that's something that Ted always says? Like my future wife will like like uh, Pablo Neruda. My right. future my future wife will play bass stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're
0: doing things like that with different characters. Like I see what you're doing, but like so far. What is a huge indicator to me of whether or not I am enjoy- enjoying it is I, I pay attention to when I laugh out loud. There was one time I went, that was it.
1: It's just, it's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny.
0: It's not funny. I, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come up with something new. God. Really? You can't come up with anything new? You have to just rehash this idea? Yeah. But then, if they did like The Office, but did like an uh uh,
1: no, leave that stuff alone.
0: No, but if you did a documentary style, I like that documentary style of,
1: of like yeah, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec did it, and they did it in a way that was unique. How? Because it wasn't entirely. It wasn't. Yes, it it broke the fourth wall, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It did it in a way that was significantly different than The Office.
0: I don't know. I'm only. I'm only. I'm. My idea is biased because I would love to see like insight, like a show about the industry that I work in. I think would be funny, Mm -hmm. right? You know what? We probably might have a newfound love or or interest in is Parks and Rec, Mm. just because of the government and and working for Mm -hmm. the government and. Oh, I'm all Ron Swanson, like constantly sell- sending my <laughs> my coworker Ron Swanson, mm-hmm. showing him one Ron Swanson uh, gifs. Oh yeah, yeah. They're the best. He's the best. <laughs> he is the best. Um, Fantastic character. Yeah, all about destroying you from the inside or not caring at all. Um, I don't know. So I gave it a shot, mostly to just poke the bear, but I don't give a shit about that show.
1: Mm. <laughs> did you watch uh harry potter the 20 year reunion yeah i
0: did
1: what'd you think of it
0: did you know that rupert wasn't there
1: i did not know that
0: yeah apparently he was in canada filming a show Hmm. and he could not leave so emma met him so that scene when they're there holding hands uh-huh. and he tells you, yeah. that is real. They were there together. Mm-hmm. But if you watch... I was going to say,
1: how on earth did they do that scene if he wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, he was though. there. But
0: yeah. when you watch when it's her, Radcliffe, and Rupert, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's not there. Like, there's like a whole like... Because he doesn't. He never talks. And and when they ask the question, mm-hmm. it's not like a... There's not a broad shot of the asking of the questions. It's always like a face shot. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it definitely didn't. It he felt like it. It made. It's funny you bring that up because when I was listening to the those three being interviewed together, yeah, it felt like Rupert didn't. It almost felt to me like Rupert didn't want to be there, or Rupert felt awkward mm-hmm, being there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder if like that means like maybe Rupert has some like. Maybe there's not like a great relationship between the two. You're the, the other second two. person to say that. And to I, now I wonder if it's just because he wasn't actually physically there. Yeah, imagine so the sitting way they there. So cu- the way they cut it up, like...
0: Imagine sitting there, Jake, and you've been in the movie with friends that you've made over a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, Jake, so he, he, right here we're going to ask Daniel Radcliffe to ask this question, but we'll ask it to you. What is your response? That's fucking awkward, dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. So... Overall, I mean, it's it's kind of fun to hear some back behind the scenes stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I I don't know.
1: I see I I hated it, oh, which is okay. not shocking because I hate the movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um I got really annoyed at the beginning one because if you're going to I get jk's public statements about trans people is not good right it's not something that i i mean i don't i don't agree with what she has to say yeah but if you're going to continue to make money off of her property off of her she's getting paid her brainchild she's getting paid but then you're all but then you're also going to be like i'm going to distance myself from her but i'm still going to profit off of her yeah i'm like that to me is just really hypocritical. And I was really annoyed by that. Okay. It's just like, either who are you annoyed with anybody that's continued to denounce JK mm-hmm. publicly, but then still is being a part like, all right, Emma, if you really don't want to, if you really feel that strongly about it, which hats off to you, if you do like great, then
0: don't profit. <laughs> like, don't profit off of it. Money talks, dude. I, I know it does. <laughs> I get what you're saying. What? So okay. So, the, everything happens the way it does. Say you're you're in the cast, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Do you want to be a part of it?" Yes. Okay. Say you are Daniel Radcliffe. You're that role, like you're a huge role, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Say you're Alan Rickman, dude. So they ask you to be a part of it. And you're like, "Yes," but I need to. I I need to say something about what Rowling has said. And
1: that's, it, okay, then that's fine. You can come out. You would can you have out, felt better if they would have addressed that.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Instead of completely ignoring it? yeah,
1: completely <laughs> ignoring her and then shunning her away from it. Yeah. Like and leaving using her footage from leaving her out of
0: it. Fit sixteen or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Like that's that just came across as like we're going to continue to profit off of J.K. and s- pay her and pay her, but we're not going to address what she said. Yeah. We're just going to completely ignore. Her. It's like, okay, it's got to be, it's one of the, it's, it's got, for me, it's got to be like one or the other. And then the other thing was, it's like, dude, I loved, like, I liked the first two movies. Yeah. And then, like, the other, all of the directors they picked, cause I, did, no, I didn't realize they had switched directors as many times as they did. Oh, yeah.
0: They had, like, five different directors. Oh, like, that's yeah. That's
1: nuts, nuts, nuts. But the dude who took over for uh, books, I think, movies six and seven. Yes. The, the final one.
0: The older guy. Dude,
1: I about threw something through my TV listening to that guy. Why? Because he was saying He was like when I, He's like when I was Writing the end of the The end of the movie And he goes I This is all qu- close quotes It's not yeah, the exact yeah, yeah, quotes yeah, yeah. But he, he basically He says to the extent that He's like I'm sitting around And my, my daughters Who are huge fans of the book mm-hmm. Huge fans of the series They're like how are you Like how are you going to finish this And he's like it dawned on me He's like I have the power To finish this Like bring the finality to this story Mm -hmm. and he's like that's just like that kind of that power and like that understanding that i have that 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 is on me just kind of washed (laughs) over me yeah and it was like that was such a powerful moment for me and i'm like this motherfucker
0: (laughs) this piece of shit you should have streamed yourself watching this and just comment the whole thing this absolute just
1: (laughs) douche canoe yeah has the audacity to say that writing the ending yeah. to Harry Potter is him? Yeah, it's his. It's not done. It's, it hasn't been done. It's his ending. Yeah, you took who and then proceeds to take the one of the best <laughs> fictional endings to an amazing saga to an amazing story. Right. One of the ba- like you could J K. could not, in my opinion, in but it's the opinion of a lot of people could not have ended that. <laughs> Book, yeah, any better,
0: right? Yeah,
1: and then he goes and makes it just an absolute overdone CGI mess of a fucking ending, yeah. And he's like talking about how it was like he needed that it was his where they're standing face to face, yeah, and then Harry hugs Voldemort and then they both jump off of the off of the He says that's when they
0: were apparating and then they were, yeah. like, melding together.
1: Mm-hmm. He's going to stand there and be like, yeah, it's my ending. He's
0: defending that. He's owning that. He's not, proud of but it.
1: But not only that, is he came to the conclusion to write that, basically yeah. saying, like, who it's on me to end this. Basically taking ownership yeah. of that story. Yeah. I'm like, what a fucking <laughs> douche.
0: Dude, we just need to start a, a live stream, like narrating of shit. <laughs> Don't watch anything dude, without me, dude. I'm oh. just—I couldn't believe it. I my draw hit the floor when we I heard need him to do say like, that. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 with Jake and Jeff. Dude, too.
1: <laughs> I just—oh, like those are my favorite things, right? Like, yeah. I'm. But I'm Jake, not overly passionate or, like, willing to die on too many hills yes. when it comes to things outside of, like, my family and close friends. Yeah. So, it's, like,
0: those stories, yeah.
1: they're, like, personal to me. For sure. And when people
0: fuck with them. I love it. I get so pissed. It's my favorite. And I, that's what I'm going to say to you is, like, when somebody fucks with your, like like, things that you love. Your reaction is my favorite thing in the world. I want to sit there and watch every season of How I Met Your every episode of How I Met Your Father with you. It sounds like the best weekend of my life <laughs> because I know you're just gonna get so just just irate. And yeah,
1: like I understand. Like I have the ability to <laughs> critique How I Met Your Mother, uh-huh. and I have the ability to critique plot holes that are in Harry Potter. There are certain things in Harry Potter that are kind of like, eh, that's kind of a plot hole. Mm-hmm. Like I've shit on J.K. for making that bastard eighth book technically part of the right, how he right. like a part of the Harry Potter like, yeah. canon. So it's like, it's I, not I, that
0: you have the ability, but you also do have kind of an earned right. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have you read those books? So how many me- times have you watched episodes or seasons over and over? I, I don't even know. I mean, you can do trivia on both and, and, and kind of crush it, right? Yeah. So I think that's an earned right to be critical. Like, in the way that you are, you you know, you can love it as much, but you can also own the fact that, okay, maybe there's some shit about it that isn't the best.
1: Yeah, so my point being is that I'm not this blind fanboy oh, who's okay, just going absolutely. to attack anything that th- somewhat threatens or somewhat critiques hmm whatever like i'm not like rihanna's army that anytime something's bad said about her on the internet they go and attack the people (laughs) because they have like blind like there are people out there who have like believers yeah like people who are like just blind drones for whatever it is that they just that's out there that they've attached themselves to right that's part of like their being Mm -hmm. the stories of harry harry potter and the stories of how i met your mother are like a part like almost like because I quote them so much right. I turn to them in so many different moments mm-hmm. of my life moments of joy happiness sadness mm-hmm. when I need to escape I've turned to them in those in in a lot of those moments the sixth Harry Potter book got me through the first few days of my, uh, my inpatient, inpatient program. Yeah. Like that's all I did six? was sit in my room was Haploid? read. Yeah. yeah was read six. Yeah. And like, that's the one thing that wasn't close. I took with me was right. the blood prince. That's good. And like that got like those stories, man, like those stories are so intertwined to me. And then to have like some douche nozzle, just like <laughs> saying like, Oh, it's on me to end it. And that's the same guy that fucked up the sixth book by having yeah. the burrow burn down. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, this isn't your story. Yeah, it's J.K.'s story. Yeah, and it's like something we're all attached to, and you're gonna t- you're gonna take you-, you. feel like you have, you have the audacity or the ego mm-hmm. to think that you can take it and make it your own. It's the same thing with 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 uh, how I met with how I met your father. Mm-hmm. They're taking nostalgia and trying to profit off of our nostalgia just by thinking you can put up two swords on the <laughs> on the wall and leave them up there from the old apartment, even though right. the old apartment doesn't look anything like. Ted and like Ted Lilly and Marshall's apartment it's just like you're gonna what's what's next there's gonna be some sort of homage to a pineapple for sure are they gonna solve the pineapple incident Mm -hmm. that was left purposely unsolved by the past writers like I'm just like stop stop trying to profit off of our nostalgia in stories that mean something to us and it's like it just pisses me off. It just mm-hmm. pisses me off seeing How about your father? Because it's one is so poorly done, mm-hmm. and all they're trying to do is rip and rip off and profit from something that has already been created and something that was already good to begin with.
0: So, could it? Is it? Is it? Is there no way possible of it being good?
1: Well, it could definitely it could be good. Okay, but i from what I've seen. <laughs> Like the first episode of the pilot of How I Met Your Mother. No, I I get it. Certain comedy certain shows are not for everybody. It's tough, dude. It is tough. Like my sister loves Shits Creek.
0: Okay. Loves Mm Shits Creek.
1: I can't watch it. I've never seen it. It's not my type of Mm. it's not my it's not my the characters are grating. I don't find the jokes Mm. particularly funny. Like some people love it. My sister loves it. I can't get into it.
0: What do you think of Reno nine one one?
1: Don't find it funny. Oh, it's
0: the greatest, dude.
1: Yeah, but there are people who love Reno 911. <laughs> for, for sure. But like, if they tried to rip off Reno 911... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're just ripping off cops. Yeah. Right? Which, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sunny?
1: Don't find it that funny. Dude, they're geniuses,
0: dude. But I also haven't given enough of a try. Yeah, tried. they're geniuses. Their writing has just gotten so much better.
1: But I've never found like South Park funny. I didn't really find Family Guy funny. Um. Mm, yeah, there are certain episodes that are like For iconic. Sure. Yeah, that moments. make you that makes you laugh. But yeah. as a, like, I don't sit down and like, oh, i want to binge South. Park. What Bart. about Simpsons? I didn't watch it. In final Simpsons funny. movie, there once again, there's moments that are iconic, like Spider Pig. Yeah, like that's. Did you
0: watch that movie? Yeah, that movie's great.
1: It is a good movie. That movie's
0: great. Mm-hmm. Um, South Park. My gripe with South Park has always been. Um, I feel like when they're writing an episode. Mm-hmm. It's every episode, not every episode, the majority of their episodes start off so well. Like, I'm laughing halfway through an episode. Mm -hmm. Then when they get to the second act, they just, like, throw it for a loop, and it's just like, what? Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes that's the point, right, is to just be so bizarre and off the wall. But at that point, it's not funny to me anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what. I'm going to have to. I'm going to do some soul searching into that. Like, what is it with the South Park episodes that changes? Like, what is hmm. the element? Like, it, it, you know what it is? It's like the kids are, like, trying – like, I can't even think of a plot. But I know that there's an episode where there's a new game system that they're all trying to get. And if you're familiar with this, and I'm kind of screwing on all of them, I'm sorry. But either way, like – this is just a hypothetical example, but they're trying to get the new game system, right? And haha, the it, the journey to get the game system is ridiculous. And there's kind of this overlording, like, baddie in the episode, right? Mm-hmm. But then they switch to, like, some fucking thing where it's actually, like, a whole plot to, like, get the kids' mind controls and there's actually aliens. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, yeah. whoa, 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 what? Mm-hmm. Like, and then it's like, that. now that's not even funny to me. Like, you've gone too far at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: And the man bear pig episode. Is all exactly. Like, that, yeah. like, it's
0: funny with making fun of Al Gore and poking at him and like mm-hmm. poking at the fact that he's like trying to convince everybody that man bear pig exists and nobody believes him. Right. Mm-hmm. We get it. It's climate change. That's yeah. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But then they just go off the rails and you're like, OK, you lost me. Mm-hmm. That's what they do every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So, comedy's tough, dude. It is tough. Like even Arrested Development, I started rewatching again and I felt like, you know what? Anything on Netflix is terrible. Like before Netflix, it was such a great show. And I got through the first 3 seasons prior to Netflix mm-hmm. and I start and then I started getting into the Netflix sh- episodes. Holy shit, everything I quote is from the Netflix episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, that's that's embarrassing because I stood by those first 3 seasons. Mm-hmm. For what? Yeah. Because actually, the shit that I quote and I think is the funniest to quote is from Netflix. Mm-hmm.
1: One of the, So, like, for me, what makes comedy, my type of comedy, like, is show, I think we've talked about this, is yeah. shows that reward longtime viewership. Yeah. And yeah. what makes How I Met Your Mother, even at its worst in its final, few final seasons, and it, it, it did this to the point where it got just tired but it still kind of worked for me Just because mm-hmm. I was a fan of it by, I was still a fan of it by then Yeah So I'm willing to forgive Like some transgressions But The characters were likable enough That you Like The fla- the constant flashbacks mm-hmm. Were were funny and endearing For sure Where I don't think How I Met Your Father If they Because they still are Kind of try they, they have There were some like Flashback yeah, moments and stuff Like because that was just, That's a staple Of How I Met Your Mother Right Is Like I don't I don't see myself caring enough about these bland characters.
0: But they're bland in every But dude how episodes. but dude,
1: how funny is like the sandwich like the sandwiches, right? Like seeing like uh college douche oh, Ted. Yes, yes. Like my parents live in Ohio, <laughs> I live in the moment. Yeah. Like shit like that. Yeah. Because like it those characters were endearing enough that you wanted to see them in the past like Mm -hmm. even in first season how i met your mother seeing barney as like um he was going to nicaragua Mm -hmm. as part of the peace corps (laughs) and then like that shit's funny because like there's enough character depth and the characters are likable enough that you care like about getting to know them like getting to know the characters at a level that makes inside jokes funny Mm -hmm. and i think the the only other comedy that i can say that does it as well Mm -hmm. Is um uh Brooklyn nine nine. Okay.
0: I've never seen it.
1: Okay. It's it's a very it's it relies a lot on callback. Okay. Just like callback and inside jokes and yeah. flashbacks for that its, one's kind of always it,
0: hovered over me like, you gotta watch it, dude. And I just never got one to. Of,
1: it's probably my second favorite comedy. Really? Behind High Mother. Oh
0: man. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch it.
1: Watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. yeah. You should.
0: Yeah. I gotta finish Sunny, but yeah. You We're
1: know you know what, um so I I like I've been watching a lot of um I don't watch a lot of movies anymore. Okay. But the ones I have been watching are animated. Okay. I watched Hotel Transylvania for the first time. Okay. Have you ever seen Hotel Transylvania? No. It's
0: actually really good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean I do like animated movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've talked to you recently about how like people can't connect with animated movies because it's animated and like it's, didn't I talk to you about that? No. Oh, I feel like uh, I was having a conversation with somebody about like there's a disconnect like people can't really get into animated movies because they can't like see themselves, right? Like mm. like even like um the the What If series on Disney with all the Marvel characters like mm. I think I don't think people particularly like that because it was like okay, they're just animated characters or like one of my favorite animated films is Under the Red Hood. It's a Batman movie. Mm. Beautiful. And such a great story, I. But people are like, "Nah, it's a cartoon, right? It's a cartoon. Yeah. I don't want a cartoon." But I mean, Tran- Hotel Transylvania is absolutely a cartoon and intended to be a cartoon. I would
1: rather watch a cartoon <laughs> mm-hmm. than a um a really poorly done CGI movie with actual actors.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. One and cartoon is fun. South Park is fun. Simpsons are fun. South Park, you know, did I say South Park. Either way, these cartoons are fun because. They can do anything, mm. right? Looney Tunes is fun because the coyote can get smashed a billion times and he'll still live, right? Mm-hmm. It's you, you kind of detach from reality because you're watching a coyote, you know, yeah. light TNT. Mm-hmm. That's fun. But, like, I think. Like Space Jam. Yeah. The new one. Terrible. But that is bad CGI. Mm-hmm. I, like, compared to the original, I prefer the classic cartoon. Yeah. Because you're 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 immersed into okay we're in a cartoon now, mm-hmm. like this is Michael Jordan playing with Bugs Bunny, yeah, not a CGI version of Bugs Bunny and the mm-hmm. CGI basketball court and all that stuff. Yeah, why is that?
1: I don't know. I think it's it it gets to believability. Like it, mm. I was I've seen parts of ra- of Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and there's like the one battle like on the ra- like on the um bif- the Rainbow on Bridge the, on the Rainbow yeah. Bridge, like by the Bifrost, yeah. And they're like,
0: you haven't watched that Mark,
1: movie, Mark Ruffalo, and then
0: Out, she, Valkyrie. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, so
1: they're fighting. Like she's like shooting the like the she's like in the wheel cannon yeah. of that like helicopter looking thing, mm-hmm. and she's like ah, and she's shooting, and the CGI is so fake. Like the the world, like she literally like the world around her looks just fake yeah. because she she like the with a, it's pixelated, mm. and she just looks like she's just floating, and she's like mm. in space. Like I created space, it right. just looked bad, dude. I'm like, instantly to me, it took me out of.
0: Did you watch that the, movie?
1: The, it took me out of the, it took me out of the world. Did you watch no, that I movie? No, I didn't watch it.
0: It's great. It's hilarious. It's
1: bad CGI. It's hilarious, dude. I can't get over bad CGI. But you
0: saw one moment of bad CGI. I don't
1: know, man. Okay. It's bad. Like I can't. It, I had a hard time with the second um, Guardians of the Galaxy because of the same thing.
0: Oh. Yeah, but if you would have watched it at the time they came out, you'd have been like, this CGI is amazing.
1: I watched Ragnarok. I, the, the clips I saw of Ragnarok were like when the movie oh. came out.
0: I don't know about that.
1: You know what <laughs> movie still holds up is Jurassic Park.
0: Jurassic Park is amazing because they use a lot of like practical effects
1: with CGI. That's why they
0: need to do that shit. I know. Yoda, like, mm. that's solid.
1: Yoda in the
0: Mandalorian. Yeah. Dude, Grogu was like a puppet mm-hmm. for the a lot of the time. Yeah, that's why it's but awesome. It, but it
1: felt real. Yeah,
0: <sighs> people need to stop using CGI
1: or start relying on it as the only means to yes. cre- to create things in movies. Yeah,
0: because
1: it because I honestly think like when I go when I watch um, either like the bat I've watched some of the episodes of the Bad Batch or I've watched some of the episodes of mm, Cl- of mm, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yes, that's a cartoon. Yeah. But Star Wars comes more alive to me there
0: mm. than
1: it does in the over CGI bullshit that was episodes one, two, and three.
0: I love those movies.
1: I mean, they're but they're, the CGI sucks. Yeah it, yeah, it makes it hard to watch. Yeah,
0: a lot of you're those. like, there's clearly a fake per- character. Mm-hmm. They're reacting to yeah. a tennis ball, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. The Should've.
1: tech, like the textures, don't match. Yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Dude, Jurassic Park holds up? You know what else holds up? Terminator Two.
1: Yes, T one thousand.
0: But yeah. that's still like, why is it? Because it's like a metallic thing. I don't know. I don't know either. Fuck, man! This turned down a TV, video, movie rabbit <laughs> hole. Uh, bye, guys. Alright, see ya. <laughs> We can dance, we can dance, we're doing it from all to all We can dance, we can dance, everybody look at your hands We can dance, we can dance, everybody's taking the chance hands. Safe to dance, oh let safe to dance, yes safe to dance